Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way podcast with Dusty. Likely going to be 194 episodes. And um, let's talk about the journey. Air out some thoughts. See if we can try to grab something from the current state of affairs and, and see if we could propel forward. Um, always good to kind of reflect and share. I've always thought that it was it's powerful just to let out things that you have to say in the sense of um, sometimes talking it out helps you rewire. That's why I'm always a big advocate of journaling, and I've talked about it before. When you journal, you get the thoughts out there, and you're able to maybe rewire. I think about an old-school switchboard. You know how they, like, pull the cable out and pull the cables somewhere else? I think of, like, a, a switchboard happening after you're able to talk things out or write things down. So encouragement to start off with. Write it down. Take notes. Um, document your journey. Uh, recently, I talked about Lumen. The reason it's powerful is because it's got an, a track. and It's tracking... I mean, you can self-track with MyFitnessPal your food entries, but like Lumen, uh, like if you do it every morning aimlessly, you just have it next to your bed or somewhere just aimlessly, you just you just do it. You kind of have a track, you have a notation, you have data to understand. And I feel like journaling and talking stuff out, uh, accountability is just establishing the get it out there and to hopefully figure stuff out. So. You know, recently with my wife and I, it's been such an adjustment for two kids. And we know that it was coming. And we know that if my wife is tending to our son, I'm going to be with our daughter. And you know it. You hear it. You think you can understand it. But then you're in the middle of it. And it's like, man, this is, this is tough. Like, I'll give you a great example. Like something that you would find rewarding, like cleaning up is a good example. Clean up the house. And then within a second, so you clean the house while the older one's uh, having a nap. And then you clean the house, you feel good, satisfied, and then literally 10 minutes in to the little one being awake, that the house is back in, in chaos. And, and so it's almost like, I feel like cleaning a house sometimes feels a lot like and definitely reminds me of the weight loss journey when you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, but nothing actually changes on the scale and you don't notice a difference. It's like, man, I've been doing this for three weeks or I've been doing this for a month, six weeks, and I don't notice anything. I don't see anything different. So the mindset is, well, what's the point of me continuing to be on this if nothing's going to transpire? Now, that's more of a, the restrictive mindset of, you know, obviously your journey is so restrictive that staying uh, on this particular journey any longer is going to be, um, it's going to be tough. I mean, if you're able to get into a journey that you enjoy, uh, it's going to be, if you don't see results right away, you can last the longevity. And I've talked about that, but really it's like, well, what's the point of cleaning up if it's just going to be a mess again? And it's like, what's the point of being on the diet if I'm not going to, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> and so two kids is, is definitely a, a uphill battle. We're in the midst of it. We're getting adjusted, but, but I mean, like we're getting adjusted for today when our daughter is 
so-and-so years old and her son is so-and-so years old. But that's going to change because soon enough, he's going to be six months. Soon enough, she's going to be three. And the dynamic of who she is and who he is is always going to change. And I've always talked on the mountaintop of things that it is so important to get into a rhythm. And that's one thing that I will say that is so difficult is to get into a rhythm with kids. And what we worked for, I wouldn't trade whatsoever in the fact that we have our kids. It's just an additional challenge that I knew about, but like, did I? <laughs> did I really know it was going to be as challenging as it was? And it's like, I'm, I'm doing all this so that I could be able, so that I could be available, so that I could be accessible. You know, I, what my wife and I did as far as taking care of our health, we did so that we could ultimately be the best parents for our kids. And it almost feels like it's so difficult with kids to get into a rhythm that the reason we're trying and intending to get into a rhythm is because we want to be the best available parents for our kids. I mean, my wife, uh, she's going to be doing the five, the hometown half marathon, 5K and 10K next weekend. And there was a couch of 5K. She hasn't been able to do a lot of the days because there's just inconsistencies with our son's sleep schedule. You know, we're exclusively breastfeeding. And before um, we went to the pediatrician and early on they had talked about um, uh, supplementing. And so one thing about supplementing is you can have the bottle and eventually get to a position where they have a bottle and they're self-sustainable because they've got the bottle. And so that isn't really the case when they're exclusively bre breastfed because I don't know about you, but my wife is not the um, uh, elastic. Uh, I always think about elastic man. It'd be so nice to like extend your arm. Like if you're trying to pick something up or get something, extend your arm, you know, that there's no elasticity. So, you know, our son's got to be with our, 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 uh, my, our son's got to be with our, my wife has got to be with our son. That There's an attachment there. So if the sleep schedule overnight is off, if something during the day goes on, I'm at work now full time and balancing having a two and a half year old um, with, you know, someone that is attached. Uh, it's just, it's something that we knew was coming, but we're right in the middle of like adjusting for it. And I, and I guess this is a really, really big thing on you can have it figured out for years and then all of a sudden not. And it, it felt like the blessing of having kids was our dream come true, but it also put a wrench into how we've figured it out. You, you look at a lot of folks online and social media and that they lose weight and keep it off. I use as an example, um, obese to beast. He was overweight for a number of years in his teens and early 20s. He lost the weight and he's kept it off 10 plus years. Obviously, he's got a system. He's got a process that he's now sticking to that is allowing him to be successful and continue that success. Well, that's a lot of what my journey was. You know, the first five years is I learned what it takes now to be successful in my journey and continue that success. 
and I, I, I stewed in it. I, I sat in it. I, I was good because of, I figured it out. And I felt like, I feel like with kids, it's harder to figure it out because there's no schedule. There's no set system. It's just the same thing every day of, I say same thing, but it's opposite. It's the same thing every day of not the same thing. Like no day is duplicative. And honestly, if you, you think about this, if you watched a recent story of mine and you noticed how we went to Dutch Brothers and call it the Daily Dutch. Speaking of that, I'm in Dutch Brothers line right now. My wife. Daily Dutch. There it is. Oh, 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 oh. Have, have I yawned on a podcast episode recently? Well, if I haven't, there it is. Um, and uh, don't mind me. I am getting a throat lozenger. I've, I've got um, some inflammation on my, um, what is this thing called? Um, you can, tonsils. Tonsils. Yeah, that's it. So it's a little bit tougher to swallow and talk, but hey, it's it's called find a way. We gotta get this, we gotta get this out. So don't mind me as I wrestle around with a um a throat lozenge. But we're in uh Dutch. The daily Dutch has a purpose because if we know that as soon as I get off work, we can get on the car and just go somewhere that looks familiar, it's gonna help the Sit like it's almost like we're trying to build a system. And me going to the gym in the morning has been a system for me. And that's been an anchor for me to stick to being successful. If I stick to what I know, I can build from there. That's I think been a real struggle the past two years now. It's been two years coming upon seven years on the journey, and I'd say the last two years probably been the toughest. Uh so if you're three years in. Wait till year five. <laughs> uh, it, it, it can happen at any point. Drastic changes and everything like that. But um, the last two years have just been such a, a wrench that you you can absolutely see me online and sharing, um, working out, going to the gym. But I think what I'm sharing now, that is the biggest vulture I've ever seen in real life. I just watched a vulture like fly in and that thing's huge. Are you coming for me? I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. Buddy. Um do, 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 do. um so the past two years, um I've tried to build like what I shared when I first started on social media versus what I share now. I feel like it's the bare bones now versus before. And it a lot of it has to do with time. You know, with no kids, you got a lot more time to edit and, and change the filter and get that angle and do this and do that. And I just find it increasingly more difficult where the easy kind of plug and posts are, are the way to go. I'm honestly kind of grateful. And now that I'm like a month, two months, three months removed, Instagram was paying for reels. And it was essentially like money that would not break the bank, but would pay for diapers as a good example. And that went away. And what I noticed is that I, I knew what would be, I knew what would gain views. And I was like, okay, I've got to curtail around what gets views because essentially I need diaper money. And so there we go. But I felt like I was like extending myself beyond 
my comfortability of what I wanted to share for the sake of diaper money. And listen, we got to pay for diapers. But I'm always just very hesitant on, I've got to, uh, uh, like, I'd rather relax. And like, okay, what could help? What can I post that could be relatable? What could make somebody laugh on this torturous journey that we're on? Um, and post it. So that went away about a month, two months, three months ago. And now a lot of what I post isn't that flashy, grabby, get your atten get the attention within the first three seconds. And if they pay attention for 20 seconds, it's counted for a view. I, I don't care. Now, it, I mean, there's no route in the care for that. And that comes from the fact that now if I want to post a minute-long video that talks about running after weight loss and gives tips, and that in order for it to count for a view... <clears throat> It would need to be watched for 45 seconds. I'm good with that. Like those that watch it, I'm grateful for. Um, those that, that watch the view, the, <coughs> excuse me. Those that watch the videos in their entirety, uh, regardless of uh, whether it's a, a flashy three seconds or whatever the case is, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, I, I have some really, really good folks that I've connected with and um, you know, there are still folks today that still use my built bar code and I'm just so grateful for them because you know, that two or $3, when you get something, it helps. It, it's that it's, it's something to where I feel connected to those that I'm posting to. And so I'm connected. And so I feel, um, that community feeling with posting. And so the struggle of, and that was a tangent that I went on, but like the struggle of the consistency, like I just want to get to a point where I'm like, man, I'm in that rhythm again. Because getting in that rhythm feels good because you know that your habits and rituals are going to serve themselves and help you. And it's like, I want to get into autopilot. And I think I talked about, did I, was that the last um, episode, autopilot? I think it was. Probably talking to the, uh, <clears throat> talking to the vents, talking to the speakers. Yes, yes, there was lots of fun. Autopilot. I feel like, man, this is an example right here. The successful, the success of this journey comes from your habits and rituals that allow you to be an autopilot where you don't have to work as hard. So it's not as difficult to be on this journey. It takes work. It takes circumstances to get to that point of autopilot. But when you're there, it serves you. So when I was dominating mangoes and I had no restriction, absolutely those are a lot of carbs and sugar, but I was maintaining. I was in autopilot because what I was doing at the gym, my, my, um, calorie, my calorie goal that I was hitting, when I was hitting it, <clears throat> all those things, I was in autopilot. So success came because I was able to put a lot of things in autopilot and I knew what to say no to. I knew what to say yes to. And I was in autopilot. This journey now and a lot of our journeys probably feel like we have to constantly take the wheel and and be in control of like, yes, no. Um, <clears throat> how many calories is that? How much protein is that? It's just constantly going back and forth. I feel like I'm not able to get an autopilot as much as I want to. Um. That's what I'm desiring to do. That's what I want to do. I want to be more an autopilot. <clears throat> um, I've got to stick to what I know and just build, to be honest. 
Uh, and it's like, man, building seven years later. Yep. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Still building um, because it's different circumstances. I built a autopilot with no kids. I built an autopilot with one kid. I was able to kind of figure things out. I still struggled. I still had a, a, a nice little um, <clears throat> stressful situation uh, moving across the country, but I felt like I got into a good rhythm. I was at Crunch Fitness and I had the website going, I had the blog and it was just autopilot. Now with two kids, it's like I'm figuring out autopilot. So welcome to the Find A Way podcast with Dusty where we're finding a way to get an autopilot so that we can serve our needs to be on this journey still for 10 years. I just don't want to buy bigger clothes, if I'm honest. I don't want to have to go up in size. I don't want to have to worry that when I wash my clothes, they're going to get small enough where I can't wear them anymore. Because I did that long enough and for years enough. I don't want to do that. Um, talking it out. Honestly, talking this out really got me to the autopilot mentality. I got to get to autopilot. I got to I got to grind things out so that things become easier for me again. I got to grind it out. I got it's got to get difficult, but we'll find a way. We'll find a way. My friends, thank you for uh, listening to this next episode. Thank you to the subscribers that subscribe to this podcast. I'll talk to you on the next one. Take care.